0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. Today is officially my first day back to life post Panchakarma experience. And I sort of thought I was going to record a Panchakarma recap today after Nicole... Kogan from No Bread came over to record our episode together. But here I am, Nicole and I talked for three hours and one and a half of those hours was recorded for this podcast. And I don't think it's the day to record my Karma recap. This recap is something... That I will be so excited to share with you guys when the time is right. I think it'll probably be next week because I don't want too much time to pass after finishing my Pancha Karma before I share all the details with you guys. I truly think everyone needs this Ayurvedic detox in their life. And if you're dying to hear more and you have no idea what a panchakarma is, or you just want to learn, learn, learn about Ayurveda, then you can check out one of my earlier episodes with Anjali Deva. She is one of my Ayurvedic practitioners. And this time I did the panchakarma at Surya Spa in the Palisades with Marta Safar who is an Ayurvedic doctor who's basically sought after all around the world because she is so deeply intuitive and magical and so practically psychic when it comes to what she does. But then again, it's not psychic at all because she's reading your pulse and learning about your body and she's just such a phenomenal person. And I can't even tell you guys how good I feel about seven full days at Surya Spa. But I'm going to get into all of that in the Surya recap. And I will just update you guys on the fact that my rashes, the full body rashes that I've been suffering from this whole year have started to go away thanks to the treatments at Surya. And I couldn't Be more grateful or more thrilled that these rashes are getting so much better. And of course, as I say this, I'm still scratching my legs to the point where they're bleeding and I still do have this rash, but it looks and feels 10,000 times better thanks to my treatments at Surya Spa, which was an Ayurvedic Panchakarma. So I will talk all about that. And if you have questions, feel free to send them to me and I will do my best to include them in the Panchakarma recap. And I'll be writing about it on the blog and all that good stuff. So... I was very pleased since today was my first day back from the Panchakarma that Nicole was coming over to record because sometimes after such an intense detoxification process like a Panchakarma, I don't necessarily feel like seeing people and jumping on the energy bandwagon and coming back to life so quickly to regular fast paced life, which by the way, I'll talk about in the Karma recap, I don't plan on going back to the way that I was living life before in such a fast paced manner. So that's something I don't have to worry about way too much. But I was so happy that Nicole was coming over because she is such a dear friend of mine. She's one of the people who I've met in this blogging industry who has really become such a best friend in and out of the blogging world. She's someone who I can connect with on so many different levels. And what Nicole and I love really is that we're so similar. We're both Libras, but we are also both so different in the sense that You guys know, I like to go to bed by 10 p.m. I live this very low-key social life where I love to be with people, but kind of all on very low-key terms. And Nicole is like a party animal. She's all over the place. And even though she puts a huge emphasis on her health and wellness, she is also super into going out and having drinks and doing that whole thing, which I also so respect Because a lot of my friends love that lifestyle and I loved that lifestyle for a long time. Who's to say I won't love it again. Everything's always changing. We always have permission to change and evolve. So since Nicole and I are so different yet so similar, I think you guys will really like this conversation because Nicole's outlook on spirituality is different as can be from mine while also being... Exactly the same at the root of it all. And I'll let the conversation unfold itself. But we talk about everything from how much our lives have changed over the last couple of years to forgiveness and love and intuition and spirituality. And we talk about how we're both being very called toward a plant-based yet label-free lifestyle, how we both really attached to the keto lifestyle for a while. And we're just going with the changes of the seasons and the ebb and flow. So if you want to hear more about her business and amazing brand No Bread that she has built, then go ahead and listen to the earlier episode with her before you listen to this or after if you want more, Nicole, because in the earlier episode, we talked all about how she built her brand and she's a phenomenal businesswoman. So she has a lot of tips and tricks that you guys can learn. And... Otherwise, I'm just really excited to dive into this episode and have you guys learn from Nicole. I just adore her. She's my favorite, 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 and I know that you will adore her too. She brings so much lightness and so many high vibes to every room. And before we dive in, I wanted to thank our sponsor, Hum Nutrition, Hum Nutrition is a company that I've been talking about on the blog for a really long time, whether it be the blog, the podcast, Instagram, because I use these products all the time and I want you guys to know about them and use them also. So Hum is an all-natural line of supplements, gummies, and powders that are sustainably sourced, non-GMO, and completely free of soy gluten, artificial colors, and preservatives, and many of them are organic and vegan. And I take the all organic ones because you guys know me, I'm a big stickler, and I really, really trust Hum Nutrition and all of the ethically sourced ingredients that they use. And their mission is to turn the beauty routine inside out and have inner health be really the pivotal point, the starting point of every beauty and self-care routine. So they really help consumers focus on prevention and long-term care versus damage control or covering up, which is clearly very much in line with my lifestyle. Ayurveda is completely preventative medicine. And one of the tenants of Ayurveda data is to preserve the health of the healthy. And that's basically Hum Nutrition's motto and mission also to preserve the beauty of the already beautiful. All of us who are young and healthy and glowing, we are beautiful from the inside out. Whether you think of the word beautiful when you think of yourself or you don't, I'm here to tell you that you are so beautiful. Your health, your dedication to take care of yourself and your self-care routine, your self-love is so beautiful. It could actually make me cry. And I happen to know that everybody listening is extremely beautiful on the inside and the outside. And something that you will find in Hum Nutrition's products is that some vital beauty nutrients that we can't readily access in food start to show up in our appearance when we have those deficiencies. So whether it be acne or brittle hair or low energy or a body that feels off and not completely healthy, those are a few ways that being deficient in some vitamins and nutrients might show up in your life. So... You should hop on the Hum Nutrition train. I've been taking it for a really long time. They have these hair sweet hair growth gummies in a delicious berry flavor that I've recently gotten really into. They're fully vegan, low sugar, and that's, of course, very important to me. And you can try a six-day sample pack. It's only $20 for a 30-day supply. And you can find that at humnutrition.com forward slash gummy underscore samples. And we will put that link in the show notes. All of their gummies are non-GMO, GMO, No gluten, no soy, no gelatin, no artificial flavoring. They have endless beauty benefits. So we have a unique promo code for all of you guys so that you can get in on the Hum Nutrition bandwagon and also have an amazing discount. So you will get 20% off of your first order with Hum Nutrition by using the code SOUL. That's capital S-O-U-L. And you just go to humnutrition.com. That's H U M N U T R I. T I O N dot com, and you guys will fall in love. I love personally taking the sleep ones and the beauty ones, they're just a part of my everyday routine now, and I'm a huge, huge fan. So, you guys will love. And without further ado, let's dive into this episode with my favorite human, Nicole Kogan, aka No Bread. Okay, guys, I am sitting here with Nicole Kogan, the founder of No Bread, which is an amazing blog, Instagram, platform, and I feel like you're so much more than that, so it's so funny to even introduce you as that. But I know. It's like No Bread has become so much—or first of all, hi, everyone.
1: (laughs) Um, No Bread has become such a part of my identity. Like, literally, I'll be walking somewhere, and I answer to No Bread on the street, and all my friends just call me No Bread, but No Bread started as this gluten free platform. And now it's become so much more than just a gluten free platform. It's really my life under the alias of No Bread. Exactly. Um, but it's cool to see the way brands evolved and you know better than everyone. So it's. Yeah, I'm no bread. <laughs> you
0: are. No, my friends from home and even Jonathan, they'll be like, oh yeah, your friend, no bread, blah, blah, blah. I'm yeah. Like, and then when I say like this morning, I said to Jonathan, Nicole's coming over in a couple hours and he's like, Nicole. And I'm like, no bread. So and that's he's like, literally oh, no what
1: happens. People say, <laughs> oh, I was with Nicole yesterday. And they go, who? No bread. Oh, obviously. And it's like, because I also have been going back and forth, you know, because my brand has become so much more than just No bread do I change my handle to Nicole Mm -hmm. Kogan? And A, No Bread is so catchy that it's just fun. But I honestly think there will be backlash if I change it. Like I I expect to lose like minimum 5,000 followers because people, I don't know. I think honestly, there are people who just follow me because they think the word No Bread is funny. So it's something I've been battling with back and forth for a while now. I feel like there will come a day where some sort of change will be made. The blog name will always be No Bread, but um, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's such an interesting thing to start a brand that's called something like No Bread or the Balanced Blonde or the Blonde Vegan. I mean, and so many of our friends have those names too. And it's funny because we started having no intention of it becoming a career. It's your Instagram name. It was a a, a joke, if anything. Right. (laughs) And now, I mean, it makes so much sense because I think everything goes back to like this gluten-free blog that you started, even though now your social platforms are totally your life. It's lifestyle. It's you. You share yourself. But people know to find you with no bread. right? And with me, when I switched from the blonde vegan to the balanced blonde, that was almost four years ago, which is so crazy. And people still ask me occasionally, wait, I thought you were the blonde vegan. And I'm like, yeah, I was three and a half years right. ago. Right, exactly. Yeah. It takes, it takes the internet a long time to catch up because you have your loyal followers, you have your friends, and then you have people who just... Clicked follow because they saw, right. oh, gluten free recipes. Yep. They'll be confused and it's, forever. It's interesting because I, No Bread started as a
1: guide to New York City's best gluten free options. And then as I moved and started traveling and expanded the different city guides, No Bread was essentially a restaurant guide for gluten free. So I went through this whole brand, I don't want to say brand change, but, you know, brand like increase or whatever, you know a year or two ago when I started doing a lot of recipes and then when I started putting myself on it. So my brand has evolved constantly since, you know, I first created it, but there's just something about the name and the identity. Like people, I think, are going to freak because also you and I always talk about when we label something, people expect you to be that forever. Yeah, exactly. And you know we as people are constantly changing i right now am a different person than i was 2 months ago a complete different person and but i've always been nicole or i've always been nobra like your name has stayed the same even though you have personal changes so there's something about changing a name that people think you have now changed your whole identity like i'm going to if I change my Instagram name from Nobred to Nicole Kogan, the next thing they know tomorrow, I'm going to be wearing like some absurd retro hippie outfit because I've changed, you know? Exactly. But it's really like I've been changing all along and now this is the final piece is to change a name, but.
0: I like that. Then I think I'm actually a really big fan of you changing it to Nicole I know. Hogan Because- It goes along with the no labels lifestyle. right? And no bread, like you said, that will always be your website. That will always be your blog. And who knows, like, what will build upon no bread. There could be products. There could be so much. Right. But you're Nicole. And if you feel at this stage in your life that your name represents that better for you on social media, then I love that. That's like embracing who you are versus hiding behind, like, label yeah not to say that all names are like hiding you because the balanced blonde like i'll keep it because i think enough people know like oh the balanced blonde jordan younger yeah kind of interchangeable definitely not to everybody um but for you i feel like i feel this shift is really positive
1: i know i i i think so too and i'm all this year my main intention was to know my truth Mm. And I literally <laughs> to the point that like I'll be eating breakfast and I'll be like, "All right, do you want a smoothie or do you want an egg scramble?" And I'll just be in to say, so "I'll be like, okay, Nicole, trust, know your truth, trust your truth." And then so whether it's like the smallest, most on the surface things, I'm all about trusting your truth and like also just trying to not care what other people think as long as I feel good about the decision that was made. So I'm like, "Hey, trust your truth." Seriously, if the Instagram name. Nicole was available, it would have already have been changed. Oh, for nothing, sure. Nothing against my last name. <laughs> Nicole Kogan's a wonderful name, but I love like the sexiness of just having like one name. Oh,
0: me too. But Can't I, we all just right? get that? That would be so, so
1: great. You know who has at Nicole is the founder of Instagram's wife. So oh. I feel like I could pull some strings with Instagram to maybe get me some names that I want. And I've done that in the past with new accounts that I've started, but there's no shot that I get.
0: No call, no. It's done. That's reserved so for I gotta her. think of something else. <laughs> oh my god, how funny! Yeah, no shot. I love that you looked into that. Oh, of course. Yeah, Jordan, the, I've looked up Jordan Yeah, who's too. that, Jordan? It's this like, at least the last time I checked, it was like this 15 year old boy. And in his bio, it says, no, you cannot have my Instagram name. Oh my God. Because so many people must approach him asking for yeah. it,
1: which is hysterical. Think about all the Jordans, cause Jordan's a first name and a last name. So exactly, there's gonna be a lot of people wanting that name. Exactly. Yeah, I had to buy No Bread off of the person who had it yeah i wired i wired uh 250 to melbourne australia
0: that's crazy well and then we we
1: did like a countdown okay we're like okay it's 7 p.m your time and at whatever it is in california ready set go change name and um but yeah i had to ask i to pay him
0: Oh my God, we did that with the balance blonde yeah. too because um first of all I love that you got it for $250. Because oh there's it, a story it behind it could that. Easily yeah. be so much uh-huh. at this point. Um for me going from the blonde vegan to the balanced blonde, everything was open. Like the domain name was open yeah, yeah. except for Instagram. And of course that was what was most important to me. And people were like, Oh, you could put an underscore. You could do this. Oh I'm my like, gosh. Yeah. No, no underscore. No my period. Business. I've had the blonde vegan. That's my identity. This is hard enough yep. for me. I have, to, I have to find her. So I stalked this girl, her name's Kendall Palmer. We're still in touch. She had the balance Blonde, but she didn't use it. She had put like a couple photos. She hadn't been yeah. on in like eight or nine weeks. And she only followed like three people. So I contacted all the people that she followed. And I said, because they were personal accounts. I'm like, if by any chance, did you start this count, in the Balanced Blonde and follow yourself? Because I feel like maybe that could be you. And I found her that way. So then I found her on Facebook. We had a mutual friend, a totally random girl who my freshman year college roommate new from high school. Oh my gosh. And I was like, do you have this girl's phone number? And she said, yes. So I called her and I told her the whole thing. Like, this is my business. I've gone through hell and back getting like tortured, death threats by the vegan community. I have to change this name. Like immediately, and she was like, "Oh my god, I would be so honored to share this name with someone who's going to use it in such a positive way, and it's going to be such a big part of your life." So cool. So we chose a time, and it was like the big switch The big switch. Yeah, I mean, my heart stopped for yeah. the thirty seconds exactly. that it was happening. As like, if someone else swipes this in this one minute. I know that's so funny. Wait, what's the story of getting it for two hundred and fifty? So
1: I again stalked him, sent him a million messages on Instagram, and he was he. To the point that I knew he saw them because he was following me and liking pictures even and just not responding to my messages. And then I even like, he had his, it was all graphic artwork and he even had his company's name link in the bio. So clicked it, sent like a contact form to him being like, Hey, it's me. Um, And then ultimately I said to him, I DM'd him again. I was like, hey, I'm willing to pay. And he wrote back instantly. I was like, he's like, as you can imagine, no bread means a lot to me too. It had nothing, I don't know. Maybe it did. He's like, but what do you think the right price is? So he put it on me to quote him. And in my mind, I was willing to go up to $1,000. This is also when Instagram's is three years ago. So Instagram isn't like the psycho large social network that it is, it's still, you know, if you had, I had like 10K followers at the time. I thought it was a pretty big deal. And it was. And it was, yeah. And um, so I was, in my mind, I was willing to go up to a thousand. And I was like talking to friends about it. And they were like, do not tell them a thousand dollars. Like be the boss businesswoman that you are. Like, I was like, okay, fine, 500. And they are like, one of my friends, Lindsay, looked at me and she goes, 250. And I was like, no, that's so low. That's almost like laughable low. And she's like, 250. So I literally wrote back. I was like, how's 250? Or I was like, you know what? I didn't say 250. I go, I was like, that's too low. I was like, how's 300? And he was like, I think 300 is perfect. And I was like, oh my God, I should have gone with 250. So it was 300 and we did it in two shifts. So I wired him 150 waited and then upon successful completion the other 150 i was like look i'm good oh, for it smart. and now you know where to find me i'm giving you essentially like my bank info too right um, <laughs> and wiring money to australia was 40 dollars each time so in total it was 380
0: i mean to get your business name right that's and amazing it was i was
1: originally NoBread nyc so like i oh, literally yeah. couldn't be that anymore because i was now living in la
0: right okay which also this
1: weekend is two years of me living in la
0: Oh my God, that's so exciting. Crazy, right? So this is your anniversary your weekend. Anniversary. So when we met then, that was over two, so years, over two ago years ago because you I was, didn't
1: live here yet. I was being like a couch surfer for a few months before
0: officially moving here. So that's when we met. Oh my God. I remember meeting you at Alfred Alfred, coffee. We sat there and had coffee and not coffee for you yep. because you've never had coffee in your life. Yep. And I remember you got a gluten-free chocolate chip the brownie cookie. Or brownie. The brownie. Yeah. And you were like, you said something like, yeah, just because I have a food blog doesn't mean that I'm like always making healthy choices. I eat chocolate every day, blah, blah. Yep. I was like, I... Love this yep, girl. Yeah, and I this still eat like chocolate amazing. every single day. Same. Even if it's so like the chocolate delicious. protein
1: powder with like cacao on top, it's chocolate. Same. I missed chocolate so
0: much during my panchakarma. Oh of karma. my God, that yeah. That was the one thing that I it's missed. It's so
1: interesting to know, like my favorite question to ask pregnant people is like, what are you craving and what's making you sick? Yes. And it's like, I'm not even like, how are you? And are you excited? I'm like, what are you eating? But like, even with you, with your detox, I would want to be like, what foods? like?" Because you know when you're really sick, I remember the last time that I was really sick, like stomach sick was years ago, but I was like, oh, it was awful. And I was craving veggie potato straws and raspberry sorbet. Like I don't eat those ever either. Right. So, but I was like texting with my mom and she was like, I'm coming to the city. I'll stop at Whole Foods. Like, what do you want to eat? And I was like, the only thing I want. And I was like, I just want a lot of it. But it's so when you're, in a different state of being, especially, you have just crazy cravings. And also like the thought of like a Brussels sprout on a good day is like yummy. And then on a bad day, it's like, I will throw up if I eat that. For sure, for sure. So I'm so curious to know what your like crazy cravings cravings were or the foods that you were just like having flashes of like, ugh.
0: Yeah, well, during the water fast, it was so interesting because everybody listening- And can you guys believe Jordan did a water fast- I cannot freaking believe it. 72 hours of just water. Like you really learn what hunger feels like because it's this salivating on your tongue, which is so different from your stomach grumbling or feeling low energy. It's like my mouth would fill with saliva because I was like... Salivating at the thought of food because I was so hungry. At some point, you get numb, though. For sure. And they told me the Ayurvedic doctor, Marta, who's like my lifesaver, I think the most brilliant person I've ever met. Um, she said, after three days, it gets so much easier. The cravings will go away. And I was like, I can't go past. Yeah, what was three your first days? meal? Kitchery, because I was still eating kitchery for every meal. Yeah. The yeah. Ayurvedic dish, which is. Yellow. I'm waiting for your recipe. Yeah. I'll share. With me yeah. today, yellow lentils, white basmati rice, um, and kitchery spices. So I eased back into food very bland, yep. very simple, which you have to do. Yeah, I was gonna say um, it has to be like
1: a plain bagel, but like, yeah, but I made the mistake
0: of going down the rabbit hole of watching water fasting videos on YouTube where people were talking about what to eat when you reincorporate oh, food, God. and a lot of the people who talk about water fasting on YouTube are talking, they're like the fruit people, like the fruitarian, very high carb, high sugar. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I was salivating over them talking about like apples and bananas and like all this stuff that I actually don't eat that much of because of having such a sensitive system Mm -hmm. to sugar. But I was freaking out like, oh my God, I have to stock my kitchen with fruit so that when I start eating again, I can eat like what all these people are saying to eat, which was totally me going down all the old rabbit holes that I used to go down of like being pretty starving and then like listening to somebody else's advice about what to eat. So I stopped doing that. Of course, I was craving chocolate, but I also was having these thoughts of things that I sometimes eat like pressed juicery freeze, for example. And in this state of water fasting, feeling like I don't ever want to put that in my body again, actually, not because it's not healthy. And like all my amazing friends who work at pressed who are listening, like I'm not anti, I think the ingredients are very clean and it's such a good alternative. But I was feeling like I can't Like, all those different things at once are not meant to go into my body. Mm -hmm. I'm meant to keep things super simple. And then same with, like, you and I were talking about before we recorded, um, fish and eggs and chicken. Like, I just had this such—this sense of clarity of I, at least right now, and, like, no labels whatsoever on myself— I don't want any of that. Like my body was speaking to me and telling me exactly what it needs. Yeah. Which is cooked food, cooked vegetables, lentils, rice, very Ayurvedic, very like pitta balancing, they would say.
1: Isn't it so interesting? So like I, uh, and all you guys know how intuitive and amazingly spiritual Jordan is. I am very similar in something that we share and I aspire to Really understand myself the way Jordan, you understand yourself, and to learn all these practices and learn the meaning of crystals the way you have. I went through a bit of a rough patch a few months ago and turned to Reiki and shamanism to really shout out to Shaman Derek. Shaman Derek. For
0: basically, it's saving you in your literally, deepest pain.
1: Literally saved me. Like I wonder if I hadn't been able to call him in that moment how much longer I was going to feel terrible for long story short felt really really sick to the point that I was in like shooting pains couldn't stand up was like collapsing in my room just trying to put on pants ended up in the hospital because I thought I was having a kidney stone and you know x-rays come back there really wasn't anything there the doctor was like you just have a lot of gas and I was like you're telling me gas is the reason why I'm here like what do you even mean and you know Seven hours in the emergency room later, that was my one result. And I was like, okay, fine if that's the answer. But like, I I never just have gas. You know, like what is, there's an emotional route going on here. And so obviously I called Shaman Direct that night and was like in even worse pain because the hospital gave me things to help me. And of course, I don't like to take anything. And I think my body, both mentally and physically, was rejecting it. And, um, he literally diagnosed me and talked me through treatments over the phone in from London. He was like, he called me. He's like, okay, I'm tuning into you right now. He gave me the exact full diagnosis that the hospital had given me after waiting seven hours. He's like, well, this is what's happening medically. Boom. That was in seven seconds. And then he talked me through it and then got me to the emotional cause of why I was doing it. And then the next day I had Riki and my Riki healer, her name's Annalise. She's incredible um, she looked at me afterwards and she was like, there's a lot that came up, obviously. But one of the things like your body is screaming for fruits and vegetables right now. And I preach a high fat, low carb diet. And I always say it was working for me. It's working for me. Truth was it was working for me and it worked for a period of time. And because I wanted to be in keto or if I wasn't in keto, just like close enough to it, I was cut out all fruit carb, all vegetable carb, except for like spinach and cucumbers. And I was like, no, but I'm eating a lot of it. So I'm having my veggies. And my body basically was fighting me because it was screaming for nutrients. And I, like Jordan, don't like to say, Because I have to be, I have to go out there and say I am gluten-free because I have celiac and I'm gluten-free. I don't like to also say I'm gluten-free, but I'm also doing this right now Mm -hmm. because I also don't know what totally works for me. And for a while I was saying that I was keto and I did keto for a bit, felt good for a minute. Then it, it spiraled me into like feeling freaking terrible. But now I've learned, especially in becoming so in tune with myself and asking my body what it wants to eat every day before I eat something, I am now predominantly plant-based, I would say. But when uh, I want a beautiful piece of salmon, like I'm going to have it. Or if I'm feeling like extra hungry one day and I know I need like some like awesome protein, like I have eggs and, you know, I'm still that person who's going to go to like the number one steakhouse and I'm going to go get the short rib and try it, you know, because I don't believe in jeopardizing yourself. But I always say when I can maintain it for myself, I'm focusing on my body is telling me that it wants just nutrients in the forms of fruits, specifically blueberries and beets. So random because I used to never like either of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And for the blood, Mm -hmm. like that's, I don't know if he, Shaman Derek told you beets and blueberries would be so good for your blood flow yep. and those antioxidants like fighting free radicals. It makes so much sense because you probably that, didn't get any of that. Yeah. And I, and I
1: lost my period for a while. So blood flow, that Literally, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So now I always say when I can control it, I'm predominantly plant-based, but then I was just in Mexico having like the time of my life and I was like, give me all the ceviche and tacos. Yeah. Uh, so except for travel and social situations, or when I, it's really just like listening to your body. And right now, I've been really listening to my body, and my body is it telling me. And to people who don't necessarily understand, like shamanism and like communicating with your spirit guides, it might sound crazy. That I'm like, no, like my body, I'm talking to it, and it's telling me. And like, what does that even mean, or what does that look like? But like, it's a feeling, and it's an intuition, and you know, like the way my body can like rock back and forth and things like that Um, when you're onto something and it's cool, but that's what my body's been telling me right now. So
0: yeah, it's so good that you listen. And to your point, to everybody listening who hasn't had that experience or is wondering, how could I start listening to my body or finding a good shaman or any of that good stuff? You really just have to tune into yourself and that's where it all begins. And you've had such a good response with shamanism. Like, I mean, he can really affect you. Like you guys have a massive connection, which is so cool. And I think everybody has that with different shamans or healers when they find that person. And it's also just about like tuning into like what you need. And when I was on that water fast, everything was so clear to me. Like if I got into the spirituality of the water fast you would die because I was communicating with plants and like the ocean. See, and that's so cool to
1: me because I know what you mean.
0: Yeah, because when you're not eating or drinking or yes, you're drinking water, when you're not putting any food into your body and your body's not going through the process of digestion, then it opens everything else up. And like your third eye is wide open. I was also getting these treatments every day, the Panchakarma treatments, which is like deeply relaxing me, opening up my third eye even more. And I would go outside at Surya Spa, like overlooking the ocean. I know you love sunsets as much as I do. And I would watch the sunset over the ocean, over all of basically Santa Monica and Malibu. Like that's where I could look out and communicate. And the plants were telling me, they were waving at me and like swaying in the wind and telling me, And they're doing it now too, because I can see it now. Yeah, yeah. Like the plants will heal you. That's what they were telling me. And they were also telling me this, this, what you're doing right now, gazing into the ocean and watching the sunset and your phones at home, like this is where life is. And you can tap into that at any time. And then you realize like stress doesn't exist. Yeah. Anxiety doesn't exist. Fear doesn't exist. And all of these health problems that you and I both have struggled with don't exist either when we take care of ourselves.
1: Right. No, it's so true. And that's why I love living in LA so much too, because, and for everyone they have, it's something different. But for me, it's the ocean and water and just like beautiful open space. But I have days where I'll, obviously my phone's with me, but it's off in my bag and I'll spend like six hours on the beach and not like the popular areas where I'm probably going to run into someone like my, one of my girlfriends lives in Marina and she showed me this, her beach access. And it's like basically just going through someone's backyard. So it's like private beach, but I'll set up shop there with a big blanket and just like stare into the water for, I did it recently for like five or six hours, just like staring. And I was like, honestly talking to myself, but talking to the water too. And you see responses in nature, like the way the waves would flow and things like that. And I'd be like, oh, okay. And then I would, If I saw the waves like getting stronger, and I'd also feel like my body kind of like swaying. My sign is when I'm like really in tune with myself is I'll kind of like rock back and forth. It's so subtle that maybe I'm doing it right now. I don't know if you can see it. It's so subtle, but like, so I'll be like, okay, wait, I'm onto something. Okay, I just said something that struck a chord with nature and with myself. Let's dive into it even further, and then I'll go into it even further. And like, I've learned so much about myself and I found it's so important. I try and do that once a week if I can. And maybe I don't have the time to go down to the ocean and do it or six hours in a day to do it. But especially now, I've been so on the go recently with traveling. I'm like, okay, what day next week is clear? I'm going to go to the beach and I'm just going to stare out. I'm going to bring my journal. I'm going to write down whatever thoughts. Because when you're in tune to like the random thoughts or flashes of people for me that come into my mind, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, why did this person just appear? Yeah, A lot of times it's someone that I want to like, you know, I've, there's been, obviously we all have people in our lives who have hurt us in some way. Like often it's someone that it's the universe saying like, okay, it's time for you to let that emotional energy towards that person go either like good riddance to them or just get over it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's something that, and you also don't have to train to do this. Like it's as simple as going somewhere where you're in your happy place and just, being with yourself and being open with yourself because you don't want to be like, oh, I'm so embarrassing right now. Oh, my God. It's more like, oh, this is—you have to go into the intention. Like, this is so cool. I can't wait to know what I'm about to learn about myself. And then just, like, talk to yourself and, you know, be open to what is going to come. And it's not like the sky is going to mutter a voice like, oh, you feel like this. It's Mm -hmm. more just like you'll know. And for everyone, it's different. Exactly. Yeah. But I think it's important for people to know that you don't have to train to be intuitive with yourself. You just have to trust yourself and be open with yourself.
0: Yeah. It's inside of all of us. It's so true. And... Your intuition is so strong. The fact that people pop into your head, that could be coming from anywhere. We could say the universe, we could say spirit is putting that in your head. I mean, ultimately it's you because you're in tune and so it's popping up. And I think that's what truly living in the flow is like and just living this life as a human where you're actually tapped in because like... I have similar experiences sitting out, watching the ocean. Someone will drop into my head or like in a Kundalini class. And often I used to think like, why? Like it would be you or it would be my friend Carlin, And so I would always tell that person. Yeah. Like, just so you know, you came into my head during a really powerful meditation. And I don't know if you need some extra healing or if you're on a spiritual transformation, going through a hard time. Right. No idea. But like, the universe dropped you into my head for a reason. So I'm here. And whenever I had actually like told someone that, because I wanted to make sure it was like the kind of person who would respond well and not be turned off or like, cause it's not my job to transform people. Yes. Like it's everyone's own individual journey. People have said, like my friend Carlin is like, Oh my God, are you kidding me? Like you, your podcast has changed my life, my outlook on spirituality. I want to come to Kundalini with you. And now like she quit her job. Her whole life is like about finding her spiritual self. See, yeah. And because she, not because of me, but the fact that she dropped into my head during a kundalini meditation is like, thank God I said something to See, her because it's, so, it's all so real. It's so
1: cool. It's just so interesting to me, the amount, because also I was super in tune with myself. I was in the sauna at Sweat Theory. <laughs> Isn't I, that a good place I to get, meditate? Honestly, I get the best meditation done there because too. it's a happy place for me. I love to sweat because I've always viewed sweating as sweating out toxins and anything negative and bad. So I was there and um, a spirit guide had, a real person, not my personal spirit guides, had told me that a card that she kept turning over with me was forgiveness. And she's like, there's, you have to forgive. And I was like, okay, like, you know, and this was before I think ultimately I had to forgive myself for, I went through a period where I would like wake up every day and look in the mirror and I'd be like, oh, Nicole, you look gross. And I was beating the crap out of myself for no reason. And because I was doing that by every morning, like looking in the mirror and being like, oh, it set the, the tone of my day, which was just negative. And, um, but when I was, so when she said forgiveness, I was sitting in the sauna and I was like, Hey, who do I have to forgive? I was like, just be there and was like asking I was like who am I trying to forgive and 30 minutes in no one is even no usually I get like a flash of a face no one pops in and then all of a sudden I stopped like asking and I was like okay just feel and all of a sudden like the first guy that I ever probably loved when I was like 18 popped in and it was just a flash of his face and I was like oh my god now mind you I'm 28 and I was like okay and I said his name I was like I forgive you and like we had like a we're we were like best friends it was just you know tough and I was like I forgive you and I I meant it I was like wow there's a lot of why I'm feeling the way I feel right now because of this hostility from when I was 18 maybe and now I'm gonna let it go and um it's just interesting that you can like go somewhere where you feel happy and content and then you also feel really happy letting that negative energy go or, and now when I think of him, I think of all the positive, not the fact that we had this like intense friendship that was like good and then bad. And then, you know, everything else in between.
0: Yeah. Roller coaster. Yeah. And those roller coaster relationships and friendships, I feel like we don't realize how much they impact us over the years of our lives. And in this work this spiritual work that we've started doing with ourselves that kind of stuff comes up and yeah. same with me where I was realizing a lot during my panchakarma bless you bless me um <laughs> and sometimes that's like the sign of truth Honestly, I was, yeah I
1: literally my head went there I was like what does that mean yeah you're
0: like that's releasing energy yeah sneezing burping etc yeah. like it's so true, that's why Oh, burping
1: for me is my thing. It's yeah. like, if I start going on like a burping spree, I literally was going for a walk, so I was like, sorry, I'm just like connected right now. And I think that's I with like my brother. He was like, okay. And I was like burping for like 10 minutes, but I was like, something is coming You're out of me. literally and releasing an, yeah. energy. When I burp, I'm like, oh, it's a good thing. Don't worry
0: everyone, it's good. I know, and people <laughs> are like, oh, really? Yeah, no, it's so true. All right, guys, we will interrupt this interview just briefly or more of a conversation than an interview, but you know what I'm talking about, to talk about a sponsor that I am super thrilled to announce on today's episode, Thrive Market. So Thrive Market, I have been so into, you might have heard me talk about it last week because this is where I am shopping for all my groceries, getting my non-toxic home products, my non-toxic beauty products. And in a second, I'll tell you what some of my favorites are in terms of what I've been purchasing on Thrive. But first, I wanted to tell you that they are offering $60 worth of free groceries, Just for you, all of our Soul on Fire listeners, if you head to thrivemarket.com slash blonde and that's $60 worth of free groceries, no strings attached, free shipping, and a 30-day trial on their website. So that's pretty amazing. I think it's such a generous offer and I'm so excited to offer it to you guys. So, a little bit about Thrive Market. I have been doing all my grocery shopping, buying non toxic home products and beauty products on their site, and I am blown away by the savings that takes place on Thrive Market. And that's not because the products aren't completely premium and organic and natural and fresh because they could not possibly be more high quality. It's because they go straight to the brand. So there's no middleman. So there's no Uppricing, pricing, or maybe I just made the word up pricing up, but you guys know exactly what that means. There's no jacking the prices up. Everything is very fair because Thrive Market goes directly to the brand. So they're supporting the brand and we in turn are shopping that way. So depending on what you're looking for on thrivemarket.com, you can shop by category, which I personally think is really fun, especially because I have a grocery shopping addiction. So I like to go to different categories like vegan, gluten-free, organic, nut butter, and then you can find exactly what it is that you're looking for. So even though I'm not labeled in my diet right now, I've been pretty much 100% plant-based and it feels really, really good to me. So that's news for you guys. But I have been having some ghee and some bone broth, both of which I have found on Thrive Market. So you can check those out. And a couple other things that I really, really love are when I search the vegan category for protein powders. I love the plant-based protein from Garden of Life. It's a chocolate one. People always ask me, what is my go-to protein powder? That's my favorite lately. I also love the French Vanilla Vega One, which is plant-based. You can find that on Thrive Market. You can find for Sigmatic and Traditional Medicinals Tea, which is my favorite thing. I drink that every night, the turmeric flavor. You can find psyllium husk powder, which is amazing for use of fiber You can even find the Coco Kind Matcha Stick, and Priscilla, the founder of Coco Kind, is a close friend of mine, very close friend of Nicole's, so you can find all sorts of things on Thrive Market. I'm really excited about it. There's even essential oils that I have coming my way that I ordered from there. You can get castor oil. You can get all the ingredients you need to make kitchery, which has been a huge part of my life the last couple of weeks, and... I'm just stoked to be partnering with Thrive and to be sharing them with you guys. So head to thrivemarket.com slash blonde to redeem your $60 worth of free groceries, free trial on their website and free shipping. So amazing. And let's dive back into this episode with Nicole. During my Panchakarma, I kept thinking about I mean, obviously, I was thinking about Jonathan and everyone that I love, but Pancha Karma is so much more about releasing. And so, what I was thinking about, majority, was like people that I need to forgive and release. And I was obsessively thinking about someone that I used to date who you know, like you've met, you've oh, yeah, seen, yeah. because somehow every time I was with you for oh, a while, my we would run into him. It was um, like the first, we would like meet up and it'd be the
1: first person, like he would just cross the street and he'd be like, oh, there he is again. Right. I know. <laughs>
0: I like talk about when so the universe is like dropping someone into your life. Yeah. And that was a couple of years ago. And it was so interesting because in many ways I feel like I've been So over that, I've been over the pain, the hurt, and there was so much pain that like really changed me. And I thought maybe for the better, because then I took all that, I reversed my thinking, I wound up with this amazing person. But the pain doesn't go away until we release it and like really acknowledge it. So every day driving to and from the Panchakarma, I was like, I'm going to see him. I'm going to see him. Yeah. I know it because I know what that feels like. So I looked at every freaking license plate like I, because oh like gosh. I know his car and everybody yeah. in LA has his car. And so like looking at the license plate, I'm going to see him like some act of like forgiveness conversation needs to take place and... The whole thing passes. I didn't see him. Thursday night comes around. It was the fourth day of my Panchakarma and the first day that I had talked to anyone. Yeah. And Jonathan came over. He had stopped at Whole Foods and he's unloading his groceries in the kitchen. And he's like, oh, I saw blah, blah, blah at Whole Foods. No way. And I was like, I was sitting right there on the ground and I seriously shrieked because I just was like, oh. Thank God! Like something was going on in the cosmos, and yeah. I knew, and I thought it was going to be me seeing him, and it was you, and like it just felt so good. I was like, "What? What did you say to each other?" And he told me, and he's like, "Yeah, he's so friendly. Like, yeah, basically the vibe of like no hard feelings at all." He said he hasn't seen you in forever, and Jonathan said she's been really busy or whatever. Who knows? Yeah. but I just felt like, ah. Oh, like, their friendly interaction somehow. That could be the, the thing
1: that you needed.
0: Yeah. It, like, lifted, like, I swear, years off my life. Right. It was just so odd. Have they interacted before? They have. Yeah. But, like, I usually run into him, like, weekly. And I haven't seen him in, like, six months. Oh, wow. And so, it was just this right. thing that yeah, started yeah. to feel like, whew, like, that's a heavy feeling. Because there was a lot of pain and emotion and... I mean, I don't love for other people to feel like I'm mad at them. And that's how it was feeling. But I also didn't want to be chatty talk at all. So it was like just this really bad feeling. And eventually like I'll run into him and I'll have that moment of like more weight being lifted. But it's just so interesting how forgiveness can come in so many ways. And I think the takeaway for all that for me, for everybody listening is like if something's coming up for you, like you have to forgive someone. Mm-hmm. You need to release pain. Very often, if not always, it comes in a very different way than we imagine. Yeah. It's not necessarily calling that person and being like, I'm sorry. Yeah. How are you? It's just,
1: it could be stating it into the universe. like, Right, yeah. Like, I forgive you.
0: Yeah, or it could be like seeing them on social media for the first time and having no reaction yeah. no like tears or no whatever it could be anything but I think the universe shows up for us and brings us what we need
1: yeah no 100% and I um since becoming sensitive, also I don't know if you can tell but I've been like swaying this whole time yeah like, it's because I'm so in tune right now it's something when I'm around you I get like this too so I, I know it. that you get it and I don't have to feel granted I'm talking to I don't know how many people right now but I don't feel guarded about it because if you're talking to someone about this and they, like, my friends or even my family will, they love that I'm into this. It's not for them, but, like, they love it Mm -hmm. for me. And I'm so appreciative of that. But it's also when I'm with someone who's also into this for them that you just, like, connect. But I've been sitting here, like, rocking back and forth. And for me, that's when I'm connected. It was so funny. Like, over Christmas, I looked at my mom and I was (laughs) like— So way of background, like I'm single and I attribute a lot of it to in the past, I was that person who's like, oh, I'm too busy right now. I'm too focused on myself. Honestly, it's because I think I hated myself and I was mean to myself. Like the way I would look in the mirror and be like, oh, you look gross and things like that. And now I, in the last two months, I've just been this new person ever since like going through my episode and. I'll wake up every day, even if I have mascara down my face and I actually look bad, I'll be like, Nicole, you look like you had a great night. (laughs) Or like, Nicole, you look beautiful. But just complimenting yourself. And now I have this new love for myself. But like, I'll walk into Whole Foods or Erwan and someone will ask me out on a date. And I'm like, really? And old me would have been like, I can't believe this person asked me out. Like, I also looked awful. And now I'm like, oh, because I was in like my I'm in the most comfy sweatshirt right now and in my favorite kicks and like I'm effing rocking it. And people just feel that energy. But so I looked at my mom around Christmas and I was like, for the last few nights, I was waking up in the middle of the night with baby names. And I would write down these baby names. Remember I showed you my list? I I showed Jordan my, we had brunch and I was like, okay guys, like hope you're well. Like look at this list of baby (laughs) names. Um, I'm obsessed with all your names. Yeah, I mean, I think they're great too. But I I looked at my mom and I was like, I think I'm going to have a baby this year. And she was like, oh God, Nicole, no. (laughs) She was like, Nicole, no. Just, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." and I even said to one of my closest guy friends here, Nicholas, and I was like, Nicholas, like, I think like, honestly, I'm waking up in the middle of the night with baby names and I'm, I love myself. I, I, I I genuinely think I'm going to find my person this year. I also think I'm going to have a baby this year. And he was like, Nicole, mm -mm, one step at a time, (laughs) like slow your roll, but the baby signs, I think for me, it's indicative of two things. I think it's like a rebirth of myself. Like I'm this new person that is like so freaking excited, energized, like putting all of my positive energy into the universe. And also the fact that like I am, I say like the day I find out I'm pregnant is going to be the worst day of my life. Now I think it's going to be a sign that like I'm so ready for the next stage of my life. I don't think I'm physically going to have a baby this year. I really... Would not like that right now. But I do love the idea that, like, I think I'm gonna, I know that I'm gonna find my person this year. I know that I am going to do things in my life this year that put me on the path towards that. And in the meantime, I have this bomb list of baby names. There's even my friends make fun of me. There's a gender neutral list. Yeah, I love the <laughs> gender is, I neutral think list. Those are the
0: best names on it. Me too. Androgynous names are the best. Yes, names. I'm like so into
1: those. So, I think that what's important is that just knowing that like every day, wake up, talk to yourself, like tell yourself that you love you, that, it's funny, I was watching Vanderpump Rules and I love that show. First of all, can we a, just it's say it's the best second, show
0: on TV? It's literally the best show on TV. Like, I'm very tempted to just do podcast recaps of the show because I'm so into so it. So, one of the I girls, even watch okay, TV. so one of the girls lives in my building and I think we should talk <gasps> no. to her together because I'm too, oh my God,
1: Kristen lives in my building. <gasps> and every time I see her, I want to go to her and be like, I think you're amazing. Oh, she would but, love that. But you know who the best person on the whole show is? Who? L- Lala. Oh, I love Lala. Because Lala, people hate her because she's so confident, right? And people always try and bring down someone who's so confident. But she, like, I don't want to say she thinks she's awesome and beautiful. She knows she's awesome and beautiful, she and does. she owns it. But she literally said in one of the episodes yeah, in her she confessional, tells herself that she, she loves herself, yes, every and day. she was like, you know, call me crazy, but I look in the mirror every day and I go, like, you have a beautiful face and she like made and she's a very sexual person so she made a sexual reference she's like hey you have man hands but they're really good at something <laughs> right. else to satisfy men so like it's you know taking your flaws and turning them into something great and i was dying laughing at that i was like cuz i literally do that like when i had um you know if i've been out late and i was mascara on my face i'm like you look like you had fun. Right. So have I to be like that. oh, you look beautiful every day. But it's a, it's a form of just complimenting yourself. Exactly.
0: I'm totally with you. I've so I was inspired by Lala. That's so funny. I told everyone I, this Lala first story. I'm like, think, are you
1: quoting Vanderpump rules? And I'm like, Yes, I'm quoting I Lala. Think
0: we would be friends with Lala oh, in real 100%. life because she's she builds her friends up. She is yes, so confident and oh kind. my god, she is and amazing. I, I love her. I feel like she's the most real person on the show. Then again, I I like so many of them. I'm like, these are my people. I think people. they're all the best people right. ever. I know. So funny. Everybody listening is probably in for a, a loop because yeah. I usually don't watch TV, but I've been watching Vanderpump every season that it's been on because my mom is obsessed with it. Oh, and man, so we would amazing. always watch it together. I love your mom. And my mom and I, we recap every episode so intensely that like... Yeah we read all the recaps, we text the whole time. That is so good. I didn't even know. So
1: Vanderpump Rules is notoriously my guilty pleasure. And I love, of course it's yours too, because we're Libra sisters. Oh my God, yes. Wait. And so I turned on the TV the other day and Vanderpump was on, that's just a sign. It wasn't even my recording. And Kelsey Patel was on it. And I had literally to the second, just watched Jordan's story with Kelsey on it. And I was like, what? And I yeah. was like, now they're doing Ricky on the show. I was like, this show is amazing. It but was amazing. It was just like, all my circles collided. And like, here we are. Of course you love Vanderpump. And-
0: right? I know. It was so crazy. But, you know,
1: I always said about Lala. Like she, I think the women often just keep trying to tear each other down. And now I think the Me Too movement has shown a light on building women up and women building each other up. But like the chick Lala people just try and tear her down. And, she is like, even people she doesn't like, like she's like, you just des- know your worth. Like you deserve more. And like even people who she's had like contentious relationships with, like respect it.
0: I know. They literally do. Like when she has that, like that confrontation with Katie, like, yes, well, I said this because picturing. you said this and Katie's like, all right, yeah. I can't dispute that. Yeah. Because Lala, she just speaks her truth. Yep. And I think that's ultimately what it is that's so lovable about her that she speaks her truth from her heart she doesn't hide any part of herself and she doesn't lie about her flaws in the past like she knows what her weaknesses are and yep. her insecurities and she'll talk about them and she's just she's so fun and so supportive of her friends right and she like people who won't open up like ariana can open up to her because lala yes. just exudes that welcoming yep.
1: no i feel I like if she was sitting here with us like she would know our life stories within
0: minutes. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Everybody listening, if you guys want Lala on this podcast and Nicole can co-host with me, um, comment on Lala's Instagram and tell her because I feel like that would be so fun. Oh my God, she Um, would be a trick. But I have to say, I really learned from what she said. Not that it was the first time in my life that I've heard of telling yourself that you love yourself in the mirror because you do that. And I mean, I've gone through periods in my life where I do that. I think it's so healthy. Yeah. But she got me to think about things in a different way. And like parts of my body that I've been very down on in the past. I've thought like, no, that makes me feminine. That makes me sexy. Like I'm embracing my divine feminine power in these parts of me that I used to be like, ugh, I wish my boobs were smaller because they get in the way. Like I wish I could just like do something about that. Now I feel like, no, that's who I am. And that's like kind of the universe made me this way because I am this female powerhouse and I'm just embracing what is so sexy and so alive about all those parts of me instead of thinking like, "Ugh, I wish I looked like somebody else. Right. And so important. It's yeah. been like the
1: number one thing I could, if I could inspire anyone today listening would be to just like wake up in the morning. And even if you laugh at yourself, cause it's so awkward at first, just like, compliment yourself in the mirror.
0: Yeah, it's the best. And so I feel like we should talk about the goddess cards that we pulled because yes. we started before the episode. We pulled goddess cards and ours were so similar not, not in not meaning. exactly, <laughs> But Nicole got the 10 of swords yes. and I got the 8 of swords. And the 10 of swords, as we learned, is all about... Closing a chapter and walking away and kind of like burning the previous chapter, yeah. which is really interesting So then I said to you, what are you walking away from? And it was so interesting. So share with everyone
1: so I said ultimately walking away from that period of time where I was hating myself and you know there's been a smaller incidents within that that I because there's always outside influences and outside influences that bring you down, like what kind of what we were just talking about. And there's people who ultimately are the cause of that. And, you know, sometimes friend fallouts could be the best thing in the entire world to ever happen. And so I had a fallout that, you know, still hurts obviously, but recently I'm just like, so it's so in the past. And it's honestly the best thing to ever happen to me. And I was like, okay, I recently, as recent as this morning, because a mutual friend of ours had reached out to me. And I feel like that's a sign um, because I had to actually like bring up this person again. I was like, okay, now like this was actually the last person who I wanted to have know about it. Now he knows about it. Let's close the door on that chapter. Now it's like officially done. And just like, because also in this recovery I've had in the last few months of loving my, like really learning how to love myself, you have good days and you have bad days. You never just get, it's not linear. You're getting better. It's waves. So like, you still have bad days. And like, I was having a bad day two days ago, I think. And I just, like wasn't as positive as down on myself. You know, you're still going to have those, but like this new, I just kept thinking like this new me is like so freaking awesome that I'm like closing the door on that person who I was. And you know what? I'm accepting that this is a bad day or an off day. And because it's just an off day on my progression chart. And then just like, I don't know how we're talking right now, but like love and life and intuition. It's all the things that make me happy. I'm like, no, this is like the real me. All this good stuff is going to happen to me if I keep like putting it out into the universe. And I'm closing that door. And because one of the reference points that the card tells you, um, when you look at the meaning of 10 swords, it's almost like the death of someone. And it's for me, it was the death of the old me. I even said, I was like, call me Taylor Swift,
0: but it is like old me
1: versus new me. And
0: your rebirth this year.
1: And the rebirth of me this year has just been like electric and it's only mid-January. So, and I used to be like, oh, let's see how long this lasts. But now I'm like, no, it's just like the new me.
0: Yeah. It's just you because things have shifted. Things have changed. And I noticed that in you um, right before the holidays, before yeah. we went home and we had this conversation about like what we were letting go of and how we had both been struggling with like, oh, what are we even doing? Kind yeah. of thing. Because I feel like everyone hits that wall. And I think such a big part of rebirthing and the death of the past is just acknowledging what do you really feel because for me I was always telling myself like no I don't feel that way no I don't I can't possibly feel depressed I have a great life but the truth is I did feel that way so to just acknowledge and embrace it and then walk away and like truly leave it in the past is so huge it's huge
1: yeah and it feels like amazing and it's almost you have to keep reminding yourself like it's like the old expression, like the past and let the past be the past or whatever it is. And it's just like, no, let it be yeah, the past. Let like it focus rest. on like future and everything good that's gonna happen this year.
0: Yeah. So what what do you foresee in your year? What are you working on? What's exciting to you?
1: Loving myself, and then I honestly am ready for love is like cause in the past I've been so closed off. And like I didn't realize how closed off I was. So that's something like personally that I really want this year. I'm not saying I have to like fall in love by August or I'm going to be so upset. It's more just like letting myself love. And that also comes with heartbreak. Like who knows, just really putting myself out there. And then work-wise too, it's I've honestly like, I do like two or three sponsored posts a month now. I'm only doing them if they feel right for me. And like, I just can't let myself do things that don't feel right because I'd rather have an authentic, I want you guys to know the authentic me and not the authentic me that's also trying to make a living. Maybe too (laughs) much so, but also like too much sponsored posts and that kind of stuff. You and I always talk about it. I remember there was a month, I think it was like October and we were like, Oh my God, the rest of our October is booked. Right. I never want to feel that way. No. Now, when my agent reaches out to me saying, like, hey, when in the next two weeks can you post this? It used to be like so scheduled. Now I'm like, I don't know. You tell me. Like, I'll just make it work then. Right. Because I'm only doing posts that they feel right and like exactly. feel good to me. And like that has, it's again another thing that has ups and downs because I'm, some days when I'm like not doing anything, I'm like, oh my God. Because like, it used to be my time was consumed by putting all these recipes together and sponsored posts together and i'm like oh my god too much free time is that mean my business is failing oh my god oh my god and i'm like no this means you're supposed to go meditate for an hour you're supposed to like yeah. go do something more worth it while for your time and it's you know from just prioritizing work to like passion i have to feel good about it
0: for sure yeah that feels so good to me to hear it's you so say nice. that it's so and taking oh, time off so from real. social media. yeah. Like exactly. I'm envious of Jordan's
1: like four day break. Even when I take one day off, I am like, wow, that felt good. I used to be right. like, oh my God, am I going to lose followers? Cause I didn't post today. I know. Now I'm like, uh, they should go wonder what i'm doing today because i am not on here
0: for sure i know i took the full 4 days off then i came back and did my retreat then i had three more days of panchakarma where i used my phone but i've been charging it out here and sleeping in my room so i wake oh. up and i don't even look at it and like i had to get there I'm yeah, not there yet yeah i know well trust me like this is very recent Yeah, but i think my biggest takeaway from the panchakarma truly Biggest takeaway was that life is supposed to be enjoyed every single second. And I know I've been saying this for a long time. It's not a revolutionary concept, but it came to me in a different way that spoke to me more. Yeah. Like, I always felt like life is yes supposed to be lived, enjoy every second, surround yourself with people you love, do what you love, but also work really, 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 really ridiculously hard yep. and put a lot of pressure on yourself, or else you won't succeed. And they. exactly, yeah. And like, I always have my dad's voice in my ear, who's very well meaning, but like, what are you working on? How much money are you making? There's yeah. that because that's just that was like the way that he was raised and the way that he raised me. I have to disconnect from that mindset and. It's not even about like, he can still say that. It's more about, it can't affect me that way instead of like, oh, he said that. So yeah, I should yeah. I should do that partnership that doesn't feel that right because the budget's really high and then I'll be working really hard and he'll be really happy and I'll be really happy because he's happy. It's like, no, actually, I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm doing anything that I don't want to do. Right. And I've worked so hard for now, almost five years. like really freaking hard every single day. I don't have to do that right now. And there's this weird part of me. I'm, I know you're in the exact same position. That's like, well, just because I don't have to, doesn't mean that I shouldn't. And like, I should keep doing this. I should keep building and building. But I'm just like, no, I'm going to actually do less, way less, because I know that it will bring me more and it doesn't mean more Partnerships. It's like it will bring me more. It will bring me to my next step. Yeah, and which it, is
1: different. From and it's kind of like um, it's so interesting the way you talk about how you know we're raised to like go out hustle, make all the money that you can. I was even talking to my mom the other day. I was like, I'm not busy enough, and she was like, remind. She was the one reminding me, you know. Great, but, like, don't make as much money this year, please don't. Focus on yourself because last year you killed it, but you were miserable. Right. And this year is all about me and self-care. And I was like, no, you're right. And she was like, you know, you did well enough last year to hold you over for this year. So just like be. And it takes, it almost takes someone who you think is going to be that person down your throat saying like, make more money, make more money to be the one to say, stop, relax, breathe, have Mm -hmm. fun with life. And not that I, I don't ever feel like I need other people's validation, but just knowing that it was coming from like a parent figure, having my mom be like, no, let's like relax. Like you get your best, most authentic content when you travel. Like, do you want to go to Hawaii soon? Like, let's go do a girl trip. I was like, that's why I'm living like for those moments. And it was just reassuring. And like you and I were talking earlier about before the recording about that, we're both apartments and house searching right now. And I'm being so picky. I've been looking for like three or four months, but I'm waiting to find a place with like the most adorable outdoor patio so I can have my dinner party table with string lights. And it can be the smallest little patio ever or the smallest balcony, but as long as it fits this table with string lights that I have, or I want that, beautiful dining room overlooking the, with a view so I can have dinner parties. Cause that's a priority to me right now. Cause like, I want that to be a part of my brand and not like, oh, hustle, 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 make money. I want it just to be like, my favorite thing too, is bring together like-minded people. And I want to have like a dinner party series and, you know, no money comes from that, but I want people to see that like they should be doing that with their friends or but, hey maybe I don't, e- don't even put it on social like I, that's gonna make me feel really good when yeah. I have that room I don't care if I have to pay extra rent for it and make less money if I'm in a positive space and your home has to be your most positive space it's where you spend the most time at like that will be the most fortuitous thing for my career and my life
0: yeah you'll feel so fulfilled yeah exactly That's what's so important. And I'm such a believer that when you're living that authentic life, only more good things come, like more abundance comes. So whether it's abundant of like you get some huge like whatever it is, um, TV show or book that is not what you'd be doing if you were focusing on all the minuscule partnerships and making all the money there. Like things come to you when you're open for them. And that's what I'm ready to receive is like the next thing and not to move on from what I'm doing, but just to live in a way that makes me really happy because I can be good about this for days at a time, weeks at a time, but I always fall off of this like acceptance and then I start Killing myself, working ridiculously hard again, and I'll have to be so careful in New York because I tend to do yeah, that in New, New York. York can do that to you. and I already like It's so like the go go go. Yeah, I booked and myself in that, that way for so sure. It's like
1: all the catch up with everyone. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to like make sure I don't do that. So when I go back to New York now, especially because I I'm from there, I've like all my whole livelihood was there. Yeah. I would have lists of people and schedules where I was like scheduling people into like thirty minute slots so that I could see them. Now, when I go back, I see like my two best friends, a couple of like girls in our world who I really care about, and like that's it. And my I, honestly, I spend like eighty percent of the time with my siblings and my parents. That twenty so percent times with like my two best friends and or three best friends, and then it's like whoever else, whoever else finds me while I'm somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I just can't. It'll run yourself to the ground. That's
0: how it's gonna have to be. So I want to just stick with that because I think living that life, that's just so important. And that's like, that's what we can bring to the table and to share with the people who do follow us. Like this is what everybody deserves. And we're working really hard on living that kind of life. Eventually it will be a lot more effortless. Yeah. And I'm just so excited for both of us to experience that. I know. Wait, let's talk about your card too. Yeah. So I got the eight of swords, which was the Eight of Swords... Funny that we both picked swords. At, I know. Hilarious. And only two lead, two numbers away. Um, the Eight of Swords is called The Test. And it is like a warrior running, like basically underneath like all these different swords. So someone who's subject to harsh examination, who finds out just how tough they are and kind of has to really go deep to see, is this working? Is this not working? Asking yourself those really tough questions and be willing to make the effort that is being called for because it's kind of like a pass or fail type of situation. And that speaks to me because I'm in the midst of making some really big decisions if I did say yes or no that have to do with my brand and I have been feeling in my heart, like I know some of the answers and it's been tough because I've been in Panchakarma, kind of isolated, like really thinking about these things and knowing what my heart tells me. And then my head is like, no, 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 no. Do the the smart thing. Do the other thing. My heart knows. And so that's this test, kind of the eight of swords. And I believe so much that... Life will throw tests your way, lots of tests, like yeah. shiny bright objects. Like you should do this. This is everything. Oh you've my been god! Looking Every for. decision is a test for sure. And once you get past the tests, which is what Lacey Phillips, my favorite manifestation coach, like just the most amazing woman ever. She's been on this podcast. She says something like, "You get three tests, and if you pass that final test, where it's like the brightest, shiniest thing is." just out on a silver platter for you. if you know in your heart that that's not it and you say no, then you get what you were really meant to have. So, and like what you're manifesting and calling into your life. So I think that's where I am, which is so weird because I was certain that some of these things were like past the test. Like this is the thing. This is what I've been manifesting, what I've been needing. And now, thank God for months and months and months of, like, thinking and holidays and things to kind of give me more time. Yeah. Because my heart does now. And it's really weird. And, and yes, this heart is yes, so your right. your heart a pendulum? Um, let's ask it right now. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I, I know. Think, so,
1: Jordan has a pendulum. And I— Isn't I'm, this one beautiful? I mean, it's, like, stunning. And I, to the—like, love that she asked her pendulum. Cause like, I'll— I don't have a pendulum, but like I'll sit on the floor in the morning and I'll ask myself questions and I know in the way that my body flows, I'll say like, body, show me a yes, body, show me a no. And then I'll know in my body's flow, once I ask the question, which way I'm leaning But I've even had questions where I'm like, hey Jordan, um, could you ask your pendulum this? And then she'll call me the next day and be like, Hey, so by the way, I asked the pendulum. I'm like, Oh, thank you. It's so you're gonna get a bunch of people in your inbox now
0: being like, Hey, could you ask your pendulum? Oh my god, I would love to. It's It's funny that I I know. It's funny that you say that you do (laughs) it in your body. Yeah. Because last night I was falling asleep, I was in bed, my eyes were closed, and I started like consciously asking the pendulum questions, but it it was in the other room. And I was seeing it in my head the yes and no so it's all it's so interconnected like you don't have to have the pendulum you can use your brain or your body um but the pendulum helps because it's Totally. totally so easy so pendulum first of all show me a yes circles okay it's doing circles to the right okay pendulum show me a no Okay. So oh my the God, this and is forth so is trippy. No. It literally is the best day ever. I know, right? <laughs> um, okay, so pendulum. Does Here, I'm trying to think of a way to ask this question that doesn't totally... Okay, so I'm pausing the recording so I can ask it the real question, then we turn it back on. Okay, guys, we paused the recording because some of these questions were about detailed personal yeah. businesses. So we had to pause the recording, but we're both kind of, whoa kind of yeah thank you pendulum but it's also we asked it at the
1: end is this you know like the feeling in our heart and the yeses the pendulum was giving were like aggressive yeses and it's that's the same thing just like we all know the answer to a lot of these questions and it's just like trusting it
0: yeah so i'm gonna ask it now that it's on does everybody listening trust their heart or are they able to trust their heart the pendulum knows what I'm going to say when I can't even find the right word. It started swinging, yes, like aggressive yeses
1: as you were speaking. Yeah, because
0: what I wanted to say so was, look how big the circle is. crazy. What I wanted to say more eloquently was, does everyone listening have the answers in their heart to their toughest questions? Yeah.
1: The answer
0: is yes. This thing is like,
1: going in circles like freaking crazy. Yeah, it's
0: going to town. And everyone listening, this is like a beautiful pendulum that has all the colors of the chakras. And I got this from Kelsey Patel. She was selling them at our retreat. So if you're looking for a pendulum, you can go to Kelsey's website, kelseyjpatel.com. But also, I like shopping for pendulums in person. I want to take you to- Yeah, I want to go with you. I don't want to like order online. Um, Let's go either to House of Intuition, by you. Oh, perfect. Um, or Mystic Journey Bookstore on Abbott Kinney. Okay,
1: heard of this. They're
0: both amazing. And both would be like, um, or,
1: I love Abbott Kinney.
0: Yeah, so People I actually... People always ask me like, what my
1: type of guy is. I'm like, I don't know, like Abbott Kinney.
0: Yeah, but Kinney. Like, it just sums up a vibe. It does. So I got my first two pendulums at Mystic Journey on Abbott Kinney, and they're amazing. I love them all for different reasons, but I just... This one's so pretty, but... When you're shopping for a pendulum, you yeah. really want to make sure that it connects with you. Yeah. To pick it up, say, spirit, show me a yes, spirit, show me a no. And sometimes it won't move at all. And it's just, it's not your pendulum. So you try another one. And Amazing. And then you'll find the right one for you. So we'll go there. We'll yeah. go to either store. Um, during my Panchakarma, I felt like this. And this has happened before. This like crazy pull to drive to Mystic Journey out of nowhere to just like shop around, get some books, get whatever it is that I'm called there for that day. And I always listen to my intuition on this because you never know. Like when it takes you there, you could meet the next person that you're supposed to know in your life or you're going to get a book that's going to change your whole life or the pendulum that changes your life. And I didn't go because I was so weak from my water fast that I was like, literally sitting on PCH, should I turn right or should I go straight? Or should I turn left or should I go straight? And my heart was just like, you have to go home. You have to rest. So... I'm overdue for a mystic Perfect. journey. You tell me yeah. when I'm okay. open next week. Yeah. We'll <laughs> go right when
1: I get back from New York. Oh, wait, a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm like so excited for this. I know. I have so many more questions that this pendulum will be asked today. Yeah, <laughs> we will ask
0: it for sure. So before we, before we wrap up, um, what color do you feel best represents your energy this year? It's so weird. Probably red. Really? Yeah.
1: Like, a lot. Because I think it's, like, red is, like, sexy and sassy. And Mm -hmm. I just had this, like, new confidence. And, like, my usual answer to a question like that is, like, blue and pinks. Because it's all just, like, relaxed and refreshing. Like, when I stare at the sky and I see those colors, I'm, like, calmed. But I also just feel this, like… You're talking about like when I put red on in any capacity, I'm like, that this is like me.
0: Yeah, I yeah, like the red lipstick you were wearing. Yeah. At- Remember how at- the other
1: day? Jordan and I went to Arowana at 8:30 in the morning and <laughs> I had this bright red lip on, and every <laughs> and I forgot.
0: <laughs> right. I was like, you look, yeah, she's nice. like, you look good. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot that
1: I had this bright red lip on. But and also that picture that we took was like just a whatever picture is fine, but like it went crazy on Instagram. And I was like, honestly, I think it's because of the bright red lips. Yeah. Because it was just more like… eye-catching. I was just like owning the fact that I was eating my yogurt and having a matcha. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I loved it. I love… I love that red is your color. I know. I feel very good about red right now. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. And I'm really excited to… Hopefully have Lala on this podcast co-hosted by you. Yeah. And to come over and meet Kristen in your belt. Oh, 100%. And Both are happening. Everyone listening, if you guys are fans of the show, tell me because I love it. And I would totally, we could together do a recap. Yes. Of the episodes. Oh my God, 100%. It'd so be so fun. fun. I think it's so healthy, by the way, too, just to have guilty pleasures like that and not even yes. like I don't think it's even like anything to be guilty about but to have those simple pleasures in life where you can check out like reading watching TV kara our acupuncturist yeah, yeah. who's um also on this podcast you guys can listen to her very soon we she was telling me too like from her point of view, like an acupuncturist, Chinese medicine, being able to check out by watching like a good TV show yep. is super healthy. And that made me really happy because totally. I think it's true. Yeah. Like a lot of, I'm all about
1: shutting your phone off, like not be on Instagram or social media for like an hour before you go to bed. And people always say like, yeah, no laptop, TV, phone, before you go to bed for at least an hour. For me, I know no social media, but the TV is soothing to me. Yeah. And I do agree. Like I don't do... I do know laptop, but like, I don't think you should ever live by a rule. Like find what your rule is.
0: I love that. Take other
1: people's rules, but like custom it to you.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I find so much peace in watching a good TV show. And I literally didn't watch TV other than a couple shows like Vanderpump that I've kept up with. I didn't watch TV for years and I was very, I felt really good about that. Like when I lived with Laura, my old roommate, just a couple streets from here, she would tell you, like, I didn't sit on the couch once in our apartment. I didn't watch TV once. And I don't miss that life. Like, I was very high strung. And I always felt like if I'm not working, I'm just not accomplishing anything. And I worked from home and so that whole space was like an office to me rather than a home. Yeah. And I feel now it's so important to have a home.
1: Right. And I used to wake up every day and watch the Today Show every day my entire life. And I was like, that's why I'm going to be on the Today Show one day because I watch it every day. And honestly, I haven't watched it in the last month because a lot of the news these days is just like depressing, You know, and I think it's great to be informed and there's other ways of being informed. Hey, maybe I record the Today Show and watch it at noon after I've had some positivity in my day. Mm -hmm. But to start your day off on like what someone said, like, you know, goes out saying the name, like what he said today and like what, it's just like to the point that it wasn't good energy for me. Kathy Lee and Hoda, on the other hand, will forever be good energy. Yes,
0: oh my God, So it's more just
1: like, again, knowing your truth and like doing your own personal routine that keeps you positive.
0: Totally. I love it. Oh my gosh, we could talk for We could talk forever. We talked for an
1: hour before we started recording. Yeah, we literally
0: (laughs) did. So now we'll go ask the pendulum some questions. Yes. And you guys can find Nicole on No Bread, maybe soon to be Nicole Kogan or something. One day. Yeah. For now, Um, No Bread. For now, No Bread. One word. Nobread.com. And she's so fun to follow. You guys will just love to be a part of her life. She shares total lifestyle stuff and she's the best. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye, guys.